Welcome back, college comrades, to our episode uh, 24, technically, but it's more like season 2, episode 8 of the College Comrades. Wow, you nailed it. Something like that. <laughs> I had to close my eyes and squint and look up into my brain so I could, so I could think about it better. But, but it worked, I'm telling you. <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so, welcome back. Uh, we have some updates. How How's school been going for y'all? Y'all being not Andre, so Noah. <laughs> 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 Not me. Uh, well, I just finished my first week of classes, um, and it's pretty daunting, to be honest. Um, I'm taking a, I'm taking six classes, eighteen credits. It's my last semester, um, so I got to deal with that as well. Um, but it's been pretty hectic. I've got a list here of my classes. Sure, because you guys. need a list to remember. Yeah, um, taking three classes, six classes, bro. Six classes. That's wild. Uh, th- Com three ten digital content promotion. Uh, three eighty three media strategies for per public relations. Uh, com journalism, uh, reporting across across platforms. Uh, 309 quantitative research methods, uh, 105 com in global context. I don't know how I missed that one. That's a 100 level course that's like intro to com. <laughs> and I'm taking it with a bunch of freshmen. And it's absolute. When you get into higher classes, it's like you build one campaign or one media strategy or, you know, you build something yeah. uh, throughout the entire semester. In higher level courses, whereas in like lower division courses, you're just doing busy work. So you're reading each day from some book, you're writing something each day, and it's just tedious. So I hate that I have to do that because, I mean, it's a 100 level course and I'm, it's going to eat up the most of my time. Yeah. Um, I'm also taking... One second here. So wait, you're you're taking a class uh, that's devoted to helping you do better research? Uh, quantitative research methods. So um, in the advertising space, uh, it, basically it's calc- calculating um, how to spend money on ads, basically. Oh, okay. So it's more okay. of an advertising class. Um, yeah. I like that um, better. Because when I hear... This is how you research. I'm like, that's a 100-level class, not 300. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, The last one is consumer. It's a level 476 consumer insights and branding. So that one's also an advertising course. Wow. So I got a lot on my plate, for sure. You got this, bro. You're going to be eating it all up. You're going to be full soon. Definitely. (laughs) Probably not going back for seconds. What are you you taking, Kai? (laughs) Uh, I'm taking... Calculus 3 or Math 153. I'm taking uh, Economy 101, which I'm really just taking for the credits. And I'm not actually going to class because he doesn't require attendance. And I already took Economy in high school, so I'll just, I'll be fine, I'm sure. Famous last words. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also taking Psych 101, which oh, is another class right. that I don't, like, it has nothing to do with my major. I'm uh-huh. just taking it because I need credits, and it sounded interesting. Nice. Yeah, Psych is really good. I really like Psych. You can get um, sociology with Dr. Ludwig. He has a doctorate in divinity, so he's a super smart guy. Wow. And it was a really good class, so Hmm. highly recommend it. I will probably do that next quarter because I'm on quarters. (laughs) I love being in the upper division classes for one of my PR classes. Because you can look down on the other students. (laughs) For my PR class, we... The professor came in, and she was like, oh, I already know all of you, so I'm not going to talk about the syllabus. I'm not going to introduce myself. <laughs> like, you all already know each other, so I'm not going to, you know, have you guys introduce yourselves. So what we did is we ended up talking about our favorite movies for about an hour, and then we nice. spent the rest of the period talking about what's wrong with 2020, and then we wrote it up on the board. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Practicing good communication, am I right? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> Guys. Also, the um, the lady that does all... My academic advisor, basically. Mm-hmm. She quit. 
She quits tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. So You're they, in your classes though, so I mean I know, I got all my classes, but she literally was like, All right, I'm done and just handed <laughs> everything over to this new lady. I'm like, Are you kidding me? Like it's not even week two in the semester you're already doing this. <laughs> She's like, I'ma head out. <laughs> wow, all right. Um So I've been busy. It's been it's been a great start to my year. Mm-hmm. So you guys may remember uh, last week that we it was we celebrated Noah's birthday. Wait, Andre, what have you been up to? So oh, you're yeah. not in school. Right. Job searching. You're not in. Don't have a job. What are you? Just job searching. That's it. So what does that look like? You online? What's What's the dream job? Yeah. What's your end goal? Are you jobs? going into places? I'm giving a resume out. Give us a plan. Interviewed for the next right now. Sixty years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my birthday. We're not interviewing me. But I am job searching right now. Just kind of. Looking around, find good openings. Cool, something that could last longer. I, you would not want to do this, but I was looking at. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to land a job with the state of Washington or the state of Oregon. Um, I was looking on their website today. They have two opening positions for 17 to 19 year olds, and all they do, they get paid like 15 dollars an hour, um, and they work on call. And basically, a supervisor will call them up, tell them what store they have to go to. They go into the store, and they have to try and buy alcohol or tobacco products. Wow. Yeah. Oh, as an underage? As an underage minor. Dude. That's that crazy. Dude, I don't look underage, so I would be successful, I bet. And <laughs> Not that I'm interested, I but... I feel like I could, too. It's, <laughs> it's crazy to like actually see that. Like on a state website, like being like displayed because now we know that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, that's crazy. good because it gives more incentive to double check that they're not minors. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. But I thought that was I thought that was cool. I mean, if you want to, it you probably, <laughs> probably get not. state benefits and stuff, <laughs> but you'd be also be a snitch. That's not worth it. That's not cool so. with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, back to what you were saying, Kai. Right. Last week, it was, we celebrated Noah's birthday, and we had him develop a list of questions to see whether Andre or myself knew him better. And Andre and I tied, as it should be. <laughs> uh, but we are going to now... Um, golly. Oh, yeah. So we already celebrated my birthday on an episode. So we figured I should go back, double back, and do the questionnaire as well. So I have developed my own list no. of questions. For Andre and for Noah, and I just realized we didn't distribute note cards. You guys, I got yeah. it. All right, Noah's out doing that. Cool. Anyways, we'll entertain you guys oh, now. My dog. <laughs> He's eating my Crocs. Yeah, you probably heard that through my mic, not through Noah's. <laughs> I can see it pipe peak in my area. But yeah, there's a. Need more than know. Thanks. Uh, that should be fine. But how many questions you got? I have 11 questions, a no. few of them with a few parts. Okay. I'm yeah, about to fail this so bad. Hey, no worries. <laughs> it is not pass or fail. It is whether I love you or not. Oh. Right, so pass I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, how many, what, can you repeat I have 11 questions. 11 questions. All right. Two of them have multiple parts. Okay. Uh, three of them have multiple parts. Uh, all right. And what was I going to say? Oh yeah, are we gonna? Uh, we had we offered as a free sticker to those who beat Andre, Andre or myself our scores. Are we gonna do that for them? Yes, for this one? we could totally do that. All right, so on our system on this, but try if, and beat us. Yeah, if you beat Andre or if you beat the top score that mm-hmm. they get between the both of them, then we offer you a sticker that we're gonna send to you. Yep. All right, so. The Kai Macintosh Game Show. Welcome, contestants. Introduce your contestants. In the blue corner, we have Noah Purcell, totaling at 85 pounds and 5 feet tall. He's a sure ringer. And in the red corner, we have Andre Velazquez. Or Velazquez? I always struggle. Whatever you want, man. All right. Andre, whatever you want, man. Only four feet tall. Yeah, with it. I am four feet. To- <laughs> totaling at 95 pounds. <laughs> and 
This will be uh, the the match of a lifetime, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, okay. how am I only 85 pounds, but he's four feet tall and 95 pounds? Uh, genetic predisposition. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. We're going to do the same same rules as the last time. Write down your answer, and then, and then we'll I show will, you. Right. And, and then, then am I going to read the answers, or do you want to read it? We'll, we'll read our own, cool, cool. but we'll show you just so you know that we yeah. got it right. Yeah. All right. First question. It has two parts. The first part is, what breed will be my first dog? And a bonus point, if you can give me a name, what I will name it. Entertain them while we're writing. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I got it. I talk all the time about this animal, and I always bring up what I plan on naming this dog under different scenarios. Are we counted on spell? Are we great on spell? No. (laughs) All right. Reveal your answers in three, two, one. I see Pug and Pug. Good, good. Uh, Andre did not have a name, but I Noah said... Achilles. Achilles, yes. If, if I have um. a male blonde pug, I will name him Achilles, and I'll say, Achilles, heel. But if I have a male uh, black pug, then I will name it uh, Diogenes and call him Doggo for short. I like it. And I'll say, Doggo, come here. And so I get two points? You get two points. Okay. Oh, man. I forgot. I remember he said that, but I forgot. Hey, it's no worries. Uh, question two. What is my favorite TV show of all time? I recognize it's hard to narrow it down to just one, so I will accept a few varying answers. Oh, boy. Uh, but there's one show in particular which has actually changed my life in a very specific way, which I will reveal to the audience after you've answered. There. Ah, oh, crap. Now I'm doubting my answer. <laughs> Again, I, I will have... I will accept a few shows. Are you both ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I'm and in three, two, one. Phineas Verb. <laughs> From Andre, we have NGLIDK. <laughs> that says for not going to lie, I don't know. <laughs> um, Phineas and Ferb is one of my favorite shows, so I'll give you Jeez. half a point. No, I told you I was going to fail. <laughs> uh, but my actual favorite show is The Office. Oh. Ah, and okay. spoilers, cover your ears for about five seconds if you don't if you haven't finished it. The end episode, Andy says, um, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And that convinced me to stay at my private school instead of do running start. Oh, Alright. Wow. I know you can't hear me, but unplug your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And that's how it actually changed my life for like drastically. That's I went down a complete different path. Interesting, right? Alright. I didn't know that. Three. This is a two-part question. Okay. What is my favorite color? And what is my favorite color to wear? Those are two different colors. I know that I know this. <laughs> oh, man, I'm terrible. Well, I mean, Same. I'm gonna get it to, wrong be fair, too. <laughs> to be fair, Andre and I both missed your favorite color last week. Um. Even though you tell us repeatedly. And it's sprinkled all around your house. What was the second question? My favorite color to wear. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's different. I know right. that they're different. Because my favorite color is not the same color uh, that I would like to wear. Because it, it looks differently with, you know, my fitness yeah. and, and my skin All right, I think I got it. I I'm done for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and in three, two... Wait, 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 wait. I want to add. I'll be honest, but I was a complete guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey, no worries. Okay, okay, okay. All right, show it to me, boys. Navy blue is for... Your my, favorite color. My favorite, and Andre said red would be my favorite color, but my favorite color is actually green. <sighs> when I was a little kid, I figured uh, all the plants are green and all the plants give us oxygen, so therefore green must be the superior color. Ah, uh, okay. And that is why green, green to this day is my co- favorite color. Uh, and blue is not my favorite color to wear, though it is actually pretty nice. I'll give Andre half a point for that. Hey, give me uh, but purple point. is what Noah said, and purple is my favorite color yes, to wear. I knew it. Because uh, it is... A color of royalty. It used to symbolize those who were rich and those who could afford to wear a, a very special color that was obtained by boiling snails. You had to boil snails to get purple dye. Very interesting. All right. <laughs> Four. This is also a two-part question. What is my dream job? And I will give you a bonus point if you can name one of my menu items. I made one of these menu items with Noah and Andre at uh, Noah's bachelor party. Uh, 
No, it wasn't Noah's bachelor party. Birthday party. Birthday if I party. spell this, eh, it wasn't. A, and yeah. and uh, you like the spelling? I want royalties. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I already have my own spelling in mind, but if that's different and better, then okay. sure I'll give it you. <laughs> uh, and three, two, one, reveal. Uh, burger shop, burger place. I said video game designer. <laughs> okay, uh, well, Andre's right on the burger shop. Hey. Uh, and he said Donurger, which is the one of the menu items. Hey. And Noah says video game designer, which is not my dream job. But he also said Donurger as a menu item. Yes. I shouldn't have said menu item. I kind of gave it away, didn't Probably. I? That's fine. Um, so I guess you both get... Actually, Andre gets two points. No one only gets one. Hey. Let's go. Catching up. All right. What is my favorite class to take ever? In all of school, all of college. What is my favorite class? Ooh. And I will accept one of a few answers. <laughs> so we're talking about a class, not a subject. Uh... All of the answers I would accept are within the same subject, but I am thinking of a class, yes. Okay. All right. So I gave a little bit of hinting there. I'm excited to see how our commies are doing on this questionnaire. I wonder how much of myself... I wonder how many of these could be answered through the previous episodes. Probably a lot. Yeah. All right, Andre has finished writing his answer. I hope I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) There is no pressure. No pressure at all. There's a lot of pressure. That is self-imposed pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my answer is long. Just trying to cover my bases. <laughs> okay, and in three, two, one, Andre says calculus. Point for Andre, and I see math slash calculus or trig and choir singing. So uh, I'm only gonna give Noah half a point because though his first answer was correct, he gave two answers. Damn. <laughs> and that. I don't know. I don't. So, what is the answer right. for your second, the second part of your question? There's only. One, oh, sorry. One that part. was my second option. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, but yeah, calculus two has been my favorite so far, and I might enjoy calculus three more. But at the moment, calculus two still ranks king. Nice. All right. Question number six: Do I prefer the federal government or the state government? I spent a whole year developing a thesis about this topic, and uh, I had to let it out somehow, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know the answer. And this is either or, so you got 50-50 if you don't know. <laughs> Though Andre's, sorry, Noah is thinking a lot about this answer. Well, I was going to say neither, to be honest. I'm <laughs> All right, show me. Uh, state and, f- Noah said federal? Yeah. Eww, you would have been closer with neither. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> nice. I knew it. Centralized <laughs> government is evil. Ugh. I knew it. Man. Yeah, so plus one for Andre. I like that. Let's go. I like that. Um, oh, okay. I closed my eyes. Okay. What color are my eyes? Ah, shit. <laughs> um, now I can't see when you're done writing, so you gotta let me know. Gotta sure I know they're not brown. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive they aren't brown. That leaves about four colors left. <laughs> what, was, what are you doing? My goodness! No. I don't know because my eyes are still closed. All right, I think I got it. All right, Andre, I'm ready. Have you I'm ready? All right, three, two, one. My eyes are open. I see dark blue from Andre and hazel from Noah. My eyes are hazel. Oh, that was yes. that's my first guess, and then I just oh. went back on it. I just Man, that's what it says so on much my, time. That's what it says on my driver's license. Just looking into your eyes. Gazing into the just... endless void of knowledge and recessive happiness <laughs> <that are laughs> within, within the windows to the soul. All right. That was very poetic. Uh, question number eight. When was the last time I was in a gym? Oh, man. This does not mean when was the last time I had a gym membership. This is when was the last time I was in a gym. Okay. Yeah. Very separate questions. I uh, 
if you were to see me upon the street or within the photos you can find on our Instagram at the College Comrades or on our uh, Snapchat, which is comrade underscore nation, then you would be able to see that I don't currently look like I go to a gym. All right, I'm ready. All right, I have an answer down. Three, two, one. Andres is four months, and I Noah said, said never. never. I have never been to a gym. Wow. Yes, let's go. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate that, Andre. So I'm going to give you half a point just because. Hey. <laughs> However, you still work out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do. Yeah, I work out, but I don't, I don't see a gym as a – I don't want to spend money to do it. That's not how they used to do it, you know. And some of the strongest men in history didn't have gyms, so I don't feel like I need a gym. Makes sense. Yeah, Jesus didn't need a gym. There you go. He, just, he carried a cross up a hill. Exactly. Hmm. Maybe that's what we should start doing to work out. Or is that bad? <laughs> that's probably bad. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be frowned upon. But <laughs> I mean, he does instruct us to carry our cross, but I don't think that's physical. Uh, all right. Question. Hey. No. <laughs> question nine. Mosby got caught. How many scars do I have? I do not know how. Yeah, to and I, w- I will accept. Uh, I have. The, I'll. I'll give a three. I'll give a three number window range. Well, okay. like three on either side. Three up, three down. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one. Andre says one, and Noah said five. You're both wrong. I have over ten scars. Uh, I was oh. gonna say like twelve. I'm gonna count real quick. One, two, three. Four on my face, and then two on my head, so that's six, and then one down there, and then there's a few up here. Yeah, that's about ten. I got like three. I want to have one on my toes, too. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in all those scars, I've never broken a bone. That would have been a good question to ask also. Probably. Too late. All right, uh, question number ten. How many instruments have I played? Oh, this is not how many instruments have I mastered, because that takes uh, about 200 hours to master an instrument. But how many instruments have I played? And that is not played well. But are you counting vocals as an instrument? Uh, I actually have that as an optional, so we will uh, take that one out. Okay. And not including vocals, how many instruments have no, I? No, I just looked at my paper. I did not. You should look now. You look. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he keeps looking. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> when I was saying he's looking, he kept looking right at it. Well, I'm looking at your paper. Let's just make sure you finish writing. <laughs> Alright. Got a cheater over here. Are you kidding? I'm gonna get it wrong anyway. <laughs> I will accept an answer within four for this one. Wow, that means the number's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alright. Nope, nope, too late. Oh. Show me. <laughs> ten. Oh no. And okay, well Noah said ten, Andre said four. I have played sixteen instruments, not including vocals. And I can list them out for you if you would like. Yes. Go for it. I've played the didgeridoo, the ocarina, the guitar, banjo, ukulele, piano, harmonica. Uh, bass guitar, kazoo, shofar, xylophone, windpipes, triangle, drums, trumpet, and violin. Yeah. I thought about steel drums, but I haven't played steel drums. All right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have one final question. <laughs> what is the only water activity that I enjoy doing? Noah's making a sign as in he has it, but I... That, that wasn't that's not that's not what he was making. <laughs> oh, 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 it was a different sign. I know what he was making. A sign before. where Andre would say pause after. Yep, um, <laughs> yep that would be one. <laughs> Can you reread the question, please? Yes. What is the only water activity that I enjoy doing? <laughs> Sorry, I should just say that I enjoy so you don't giggle like a girl in middle school. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay, this is my fake answer. Oh, boy. My real answer. I feel like swimming's too easy. Does that feel too easy to you? Yes. That's <laughs> way too easy. But then again, most of the... I mean, let's just say you do like water skiing or something like that. You kind of have to know oh. how to swim. Great, you, you might not have to like it. Uh, well, you'd be wearing a life jacket for water skiing. That's true. That's true. All right. I'm, I'm a it. guess. I random it. guess. <laughs> no. I like random guesses. They're better than, you know, not random guesses. Right, also, boating, you wouldn't have to know how to swim. All right, three, two, one. I'm seeing wakeboard wake, from... Wakeboarding. Wakeboards. Oh, here, let me share my fake one first. My fake one is drowning. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, my real one is inner tubing. Inner, uh, you're both wrong. 
It's stand-up paddleboard. Uh, okay. I received a paddleboard at my uh, graduation party. I remember that. Yeah. These answers, right. I'll be, I'll be thinking. <laughs> After you say it, I remember you talking about it, but then it just mm-hmm. fades away, man. Yeah, this actually, this seems to be a much closer game than Andre had anticipated. Yeah, it was. So, let's rack them up. I, I made my questions intentionally not easy, but not, I mean, they weren't supposed to be, I like, it. like, unable to know the answer. I still think I'm a loser, but... Right. It's okay. There were a few where you could never really know the answer, like the instruments one. I don't expect anyone to get that one right. Uh, yeah. All right. Let me count this up. Should we skip Andre's question of the week? Or should we do it? Andre, you got something for that? I do have something. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I think we should do it. Yeah, we will. Um, Noah, are you done tallying up your points? I have seven. I have six. Ooh, seven to six. Jeez. Wow, close not, game. Not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be a bigger margin, but yeah, yeah, you did good. Oh, good ish. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I tried my best. I think I got above half. No, I didn't get above half points. The ones that questions. stick for me. Well, the, I had eleven questions, just more than total points. The you details were... that stick for me in people's lives is things that get repeated multiple times. Yeah. Um. The, and especially when, like, um, they get brushed over, I feel like this happens a lot in conversation with Kai's. Kai will say something that only, like, in a group setting, only half the group will hear. And of that half of the group, half of that will ignore his comment. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard Kai, like, the, the favorite color that he likes to wear, that's something that he's said multiple times. And Kai's has voiced multiple times um, it, like why he dresses super nice and how he feels about um, you know formality and stuff like that. And so that's one that just clicked for me. But hmm. unless it's been repeated <laughs> multiple times or it's just like an odd detail, I usually forget it. I'm terrible with names because of it. <laughs> you don't hear people's names multiple times? No, no. He meets new people. I, when I meet new people, I'm just uh, terrible about that it. That happens to me too. They'll say their name and I'll just like sit there. And then like two minutes later, I'll be, I won't remember their name and I won't say their name until I hear someone else say their name. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, friendo. Yeah. Hey there, new guy. <laughs> you, know, you know how it is. All right. Now I'm going to hit this question. Hey. Yeah, hit us with the question of the week. What is your... Oh, not your biggest, but what is a... <laughs> big pet peeve of yours and i can go first if you guys give me time to think no i have an answer you want to hear it yeah go for it when uh when people play guitar and their thumbs show up over the guitar fret yeah i I can't stand (laughs) it i accidentally offended multiple people at a church a few weeks ago because because of that well because a guitar teacher was talking to a guitar student like okay now you want to make sure you don't have your thumb on the fretboard like oh my goodness i hate when i see Lingering thumbs. <laughs> and they, they looked at me, and, and they were surprised by my passion on the subject. <laughs> but then I, I was, and I realized that I just burst that out without filtering it through the <laughs> don't offend people filter that I have. <laughs> and, and I yeah. a- apologized for it. So they didn't actually get offended. They thought it was admirable, I guess. I don't know. That's yeah, you can go next. I'm still thinking of something. This is, like, one of my top three biggest pet peeves is, like, people who are brake heavy when they're driving. I hate it when people are in front of me and then they just tap the brakes multiple times. I'm not even like really close to them at all. They just like it's a 50 zone or something and they're going 40 tapping the brakes. I'm like <laughs> I want to scream and I do most of the time. I'm not going to lie. I get pissed. There was a time that Andre and I were driving back from Walmart in Battleground and he there was this like really old car going know, super was, slow. Yeah. And Andre opened my car door. He, he was in the back seat. Dude. He was in the back seat. Opened the car door, <laughs> leaned out, and yelled multiple explosives <laughs> at this car. And I could not stop laughing. Like to this day, it's one of those like top ten moments with Andre that I will never forget because it was so. Funny. People be doing that. Like he wasn't even driving, and he was so upset. <laughs> I get pissed. Like, I'll be in the car with my brother. We'll be coming back from someplace. And I'm like, dude, I'll be screaming at these Holy cars. Holy crap. 
Well, especially <laughs> if, they, like, if their car's lane switching into your lane, and then they slow down when they get in your lane. Oh. Might as well hit them. Into um, the fast lane is what I don't like. Yes, yes, especially Ugh. that. I don't... I can't think of any pet peeves at the moment. I'm sure my wife could point out a few. Um, I, I'm i just an odd person. I don't think I have pet peeves. I just, like, I need things to be clean. Like, I, I don't like it when people drive the speed limit. I want them to drive faster. Like, I don't <laughs> just know. Just like me. I can't think. <laughs> can you guys think of any that just, like, really drives me insane? Hmm. Because I can't. When that's when people ask me that, I have no idea. How about we go on break and think a few? Okay, that's can, fine. And we can um, come we, back. I, we could it. just say I don't have any. All right. Well, that I mean, makes yes. me a good person. <laughs> <laughs> not not necessarily. And the people who know you personally know you have some. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I know you break. have some. I remember times where you got angry, but I can't remember what it was about. Yeah. So let's just go to a break. Ooh, taxes. I, Taxes. No, I mean tips. Tips. Oh, yeah, tips is a big one. That like one kind of frustrates me. No, what not restaurants. Restaurants general? are fine. What? No, no, no. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Pet peeve. All right. All right, see you in that break. Welcome back from the ad break. Thank you for listening. You may remember uh, that I mentioned briefly that on our Instagram, which is at the College Comrades, you can find pictures of us. Uh, and I mentioned our Snapchat as well, which is Comrade underscore Nation. But also, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter, we have an email if you want to email us for business uh, or, I guess, response. But Keep talking, bro. He's taking a picture. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I was taking a picture of Andre. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, he, he just pointed at me and then pointed to his phone. No, I was pointing at Andre. I was trying to get Andre's attention. My bad. I'm sorry. Sorry, I sorry for that, that awkward whole silence. Thing up. But we all blame Noah. Yeah, you, yeah I'm sorry. I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> that's, that's the spirit. Um, so where can you find us, Kai? Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> you know, Anchor, Spotify. You would know if you were listening instead of taking pictures of Andre. Facts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, anyways, Noah, bring us to our, our meaty discussion. Yes, so this discussion, I feel, is a maybe a week late, maybe two weeks late. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but I think it's still a fun... And good discussion to have. I want to talk about uh, World War Three. I want to talk about what you guys' thoughts are um, in the past political state, and past being the past few weeks. Um, is it a good idea? Um, did you think that it was going to go to World War Three? Would you um, go into World War Three? Were you fear- were you uh, fearing being drafted into World War Three? Um, all these hypotheticals surrounding uh, the actual reality of World War Three, and then I want to talk about an alternative ra- reality uh, where World War Three happens, the U.S. gets bombed, and then soldiers come into our country. I want to talk about what are you guys doing? What's your game plan? Uh, are you joining a militia? Like, what is your game plan? Um, so I know we'll that's a there. lot, but to start to re-go back. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think of the political climate surrounding World War Three as of two weeks ago? What are your thoughts? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose you a little timeline, and I'm not going to necessarily say that these are cause and effect, but I'm okay. just, just going to lay some things out. Okay. Uh, you know, New Year, trending Twitter feed was World War Three, mm-hmm. And then uh, PewDiePie releases a video in which he says, you know, war is cool and all, but let's not. And then World War Three kind of dies down as a topic, and Trump goes back on the plans. That's all I have to say. The end. <laughs> Again, not saying those are related, but... Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. You heard me. Most people, if they've seen anything about World War Three, uh, if you're on Twitter, that's where all the memes come in, and... People made so many memes on World War Three. Like, they're funny, but you know, it's still a little scary-ish. Yeah, but I mean, I don't personally. I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh-huh. I don't think. Did you think it was gonna happen? Though? No, I don't think oh. that. I mean, there's 
parts were, you know, thinking of maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, you know, one country would want to mess with us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think we'll be fine. But we should be prepared, if anything. Um, I was definitely, I was definitely under the impression that World War Three was going to start, um, and not because of the internet culture, but because troops were sent over to Iran um, and Iraq. So, and it, like a substantial amount of troops, um, I had seen a report of three hundred or thirty five hundred after seven hundred and fifty. Um, and so that's that's pretty significant. Uh, I wasn't. I don't think I'm worried about being drafted. I think I have too many medical problems to be drafted. <laughs> um, and I, the the recruiter would always call me like uh, my senior year of high school, and I finally had. My dad was just like, "If you don't want to go in the army and you don't want them calling you anymore, just tell them you smoke weed." And so I did, and they never called me again. Um, wow. And so, I mean, that got them off my back. I don't actually <laughs> smoke weed. never have. Wait, wait, um, wait. We all have... Oh, come on, if I'm doing meth, then you are smoking weed. Let's no, be... I'm doing cocaine. That's right. So are we going to pass the weed off to Andre? No, I'll he's Mexican black tar heroin. We, we right, sorry. I'm tracking. <laughs> we don't do weed. That's that's terrible. That's yeah. dangerous. It's dangerous. You're saying weed is dangerous? I'd much rather do meth. <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened at the end of this month or, like, re-kicked back up and, you know, something happened. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting for there not to be a World War Three <laughs> at some point in my lifetime. I would be very surprised if we got engaged into a World War Three and we get started getting drafting. Uh, but if we if we if there were drafts coming out, then I would probably actually just enlist. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, I consider myself to be one of the few who are still patriotic to this country, uh-huh. and I think that I would agree. By the way, I think that America is something that's easily worth fighting for, and I uh, support. Like, regardless of who's in leadership, I support the decisions of this country. Yeah, definitely. Especially when it's the state government. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> What was I, I going to say? Oh, yeah. Another reason I'm not super afraid, even if the World War Three does happen, is because when the U.S. is angry at Iran, we send troops to Iran, right? Mm-hmm. But when Iran is angry at the U.S., they send troops to Iran. Yeah, that's fair. Because there's, they're just in... It's just a country of turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And that was supposed to be a, j- a joke. I hoped for laughs, but <laughs> I didn't get any, and that's okay. Hopefully you guys left at home. Um... To go on your point of the president um, or just whoever's in leadership, Mm -hmm. I think something that we don't take into account as Americans is like the president isn't just – while some may believe that he's just a big idiot sitting in a big room, he is is constantly meeting with people and advisors and he knows things that the highest people in the CIA don't know. Like this – he knows information that is keeping us safe. I mean he knows – nuclear launch codes he knows you know secret facilities that are keeping our country safe and so i do agree with you that um whoever's in power is going to do their best to keep us safe and ultimately it's it's our decision who's in power Mm -hmm. which is why uh, which is why i support them is because i support the mass populace of the u.s and i think that overall uh the curvature of history tends to go toward justice yeah it's a Martin Luther King quote. Fun fact. Uh, but I really like... Uh, and also, a lot of people don't realize this. The president doesn't have the power to engage war. That's Right. right and few people have read the Constitution. But there's nowhere that gives him that power. And although, when you look back at history, that is something that Abraham Lincoln did. And he was regarded as a hero for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for violating the Constitution, but I don't regard him as a hero for that. Anyways, that's just that is a moot point. That's my opinion on history. He was a he was a he was a federal government kind of guy. That's not my thing. <laughs> well, and if you look at like I'm, I'm going to stress that point so <clears throat> Noah feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you look at him, getting that one right. <laughs> if you look at it like a macro 
perspective of, you know, someone trying to keep us safe, regardless of if they're, and I'm sure that somebody's out there thinking this guy is an idiot, like I would debate him so much, but regardless of if they're a third party Republican or Democratic, I think that they would do their best to keep our country safe in a global crisis or a war situation. I, I am confident that they know the information and that they're doing whatever they have been advised and what they feel best is for the country. I don't, I don't, I can't think of any president that would be like, yeah, let's go to war and have tons of our people die and get bombed. James Polk. Never mind. I, I stand correct. <laughs> but even still, like, nobody in their right mind is going to fully go into that, you know? Right. He and hey, no. Don't mind uh, Mosby. Shout out to Mosby. <laughs> We're yep. still working on the whole barking thing. <laughs> He's, He's gonna be not our... shitting in the house anymore, though. There you go. So, uh, that's a good thing. Anyways, back to World War Three. Oh, I was going to say Mosby could be a guest on the podcast, but that's not this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So that's where we stand in World War III. Yeah. I want to put us into an alternate reality. Uh, my buddy likes to do this with me all the time. He'll like say, he'll be like, all right, I want to put you in an alternate reality and you can choose to accept or ignore. And he'll is, say something. Is Andre your buddy? Absolutely crazy. No. Uh, we do do stuff Andre's like that. Andre's not your buddy? Andre's not my buddy. Uh, I'm sorry. He's he's my my commie. Oh, he's your comrade. (laughs) Commie is someone who listens. He's your comrade. Um, (laughs) But an example that my buddy uh, would say is, would you rather have, uh, or accept or deny this reality, um, bears are the size of spiders, and spiders are the size of bears. Um, Do you choose to accept or deny this reality? Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a fun thing to I deny. With. I deny no. this reality. Um, no. But I don't. You, you don't have to uh, deny. You can't deny this reality. So it oh, happens no matter it's what. Just gonna happen. <laughs> this is the future. World War Three breaks out. Um, okay. And let's when? say right now, oh. this year. All right. Currently. Okay. Get prepped for this all time. Russia bombs. Get prepped for right now. Russia bombs all of New York. So New York is flattened, and all of Washington, D.C. flattened. Okay. Um, And they have teamed up with Mexico. Okay, so it's kind of weird. Okay. And so Mexico is slowly invading into... uh, Texas doesn't even make sense, to be (laughs) honest. Um, Aren't uh, they already doing that, though? Oh, my God. (laughs) I was... was, Just to be clear, right, I was we're not... going to leave Mexico out of this conversation. <laughs> I was not trying to make any statement on either side. I was It was just a joke, purely okay, for so... humor. All right. So Russia has bombed New York and Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, and uh, they have stationed uh, probably like... Uh, I want to say like 5,000 troops in each state of the U.S., okay? I feel like some states that'd be unnecessary. Yeah, like that's more than there are in Ohio almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what, are, what are you guys doing? What are you guys – how are you operating in this new reality? Rebel. Well, you said You're right be... now. So at the moment I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but no, I would – I have a few plans, so I'll give one plan that we can go to you guys, and then I'll give another okay. later. Uh, the Swiss, Switzerland area, they've got huge mountains, right? Uh-huh. And then they have giant tunnels and areas caved out under those mountains. Okay. So I would go under, in, into there, into the Switzerland mountains, just until it all dies down. For years. I would go in there for years. Okay, so you would leave the country. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is, you know, in one scenario. Uh-huh. I would... Uh, we would have our Swiss mix. We would have Swiss cheese. That's so, a dub. So we got things we can drink and things we can eat. And they have a bunch of animals, right? Yeah. So we could live a whole civilization down there. Okay. And we would have currency because we got the Swiss bank. All right. Right? And then when it all dies down, everyone from under the mountains come out. There are a bunch of zombies left because, you know, nuclear holocaust does, mm-hmm. does that to people. 
and we, we reign with our Swiss army knives. <laughs> Alright, so that's that's my uh, my more joking scenario answer kind of. What would uh I think Andre should go next because Andre, you said you rebel. said rebel. Right. Rebel. This, so you're joining a militia. Is this rebel yes. against the invasion or yes. re- okay. I ain't gonna let no one hold me down like that. Okay, how you how are you <laughs> going about doing this? I'll probably join something and attack outpost by outpost. Okay. Alright. Gather a Country, countrywide militia. We all rebelling. Okay, let's go. All right. Because I mean, technically, five thousand in each state. We would, we could easily overpower that. Even if you easily. take out New York, Just, they have to get past local Florida man. <laughs> that's they that's fair. That. They can't do that. Dude, it's impossible. <laughs> local Flo- and local Florida man holds police at gunpoint with no arms and no legs. I mean, come on. What are you gonna do against him? That's what I'm saying, man. And and all the other ones. <laughs> what if they sent more troops though? You're still fighting. You're still gonna fight it out. All right. I think I'm leaving the country. I don't think I'm gonna fight it. <laughs> I. Yeah, I would probably go to. I'd probably go to Canada and then get out of the country if that makes sense. Or I would even. Um, I might even go to Hawaii, and because I feel like I could fight. Five thousand troops in there. Yeah, I think I could fight there, and and win, and then be among like the the diversity there. I think I could. I would be good there, in Hawaii. And or, I, I assume you're taking into account you're married. Yeah, I mean, we would we would probably go to Hawaii. It doesn't right. make sen- sense to go to up to Alaska because that's where the Russians thrive. You know, cold. Yeah, in the cold, and so even and then you know if. Russia was a start to win, then they're taking over Canada too. You know, why not just make it one big empire? That's so. a good. N- never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I mean. Um, what's your second scenario? Okay. Yeah, what's, what? You said you had another scenario? What's your real one? I said a few scenarios. First one, you said the first one was a joke. <laughs> well, yeah, the first one was mostly a joke. Uh, another one is I have uh, a U.S. flag face mask. Uh-huh. So I would, I would just like start living in the forest. Hunting animals, doing me, you know, living by myself as like a hermit, uh-huh. but out so that anyone could be there. And I would, I would have the U.S. flag so that when I, when Andre's rebellion sees me, they know not, you know, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you, you know, yeah. I'm cool. Because, I mean, if I live long enough in the forest before the Chinese find or the Russians, the Russians, yeah. sorry, I think China would be a bigger threat. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because they have a much More larger people? population. Oh, okay. All right. Although, I mean, we have the right to bear arms in America, but Russia has the right to the whole bear. So <laughs> that's another thing to ke- take in mind that Rus- Russia could be, you know. But yeah, I would be I would be more threatened by the size of people, in, well, not the size of people, the <laughs> amount of people in China. Sorry okay. for that. Uh, but But I think Russia would be more skilled, and Russia would be more patriotic than China. All of that to say, would would you guys entertain the idea of um, joining nope. the Russians? Nope. And adopting their ideas and becoming, you know, a big super force. No, sir. Why not? Gotta be. You don't want to be a sheep, man. <laughs> don't join. Don't join the majority. Be a sheep, or don't be a sheep, bro. Hell no. But I would figure most of America would rebel. That would make you a sheep. Yeah, but if there's more troops coming, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let, well, I mean, I'm the leader assume, of the rebellion. Let's well, there you go. Whoa, okay. So Remember? you're going to lead a rebellion. Can I That's get a promotion? What I said, start the rebellion. Can I get a promotion? Yes. <laughs> First lieutenant. Aw. Sure. Okay, so under the assumption that more troops are coming okay. and more bombs are coming, let's say they bomb. Uh, all of Texas, um, and like all of California. I mean, that's those are huge bodies of land. But let's say that it happens for whatever Is that a fact crazy joke? huge room. bodies. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys wouldn't entertain you. You the gears were moving in your head. I saw. <laughs> yeah, it. Would you were. entertain the idea? <laughs> um, or if it was a different country, what 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 country would you join up with if they were taking over the U.S. What country would you say, yeah, I could get on board with these ideas and their uh, government set? 
most, if any, which I don't, I probably wouldn't, but if any, probably Russia. Oh, okay. Just because I think uh, as far as individual freedom goes, Russia is close to us, mm-hmm. but every other country I think has a, is broken. Every okay. other country. Yeah. I know that sounds really, what's the word? Not obnoxious, but uh, like I don't know. Like self-centered. No, like. <sighs> like I, something I did want to touch on. I was going to say like the only way it would be is if the thing did include like every person was free. That's oh. something that I think a natural yeah. right is. If that every single person should be free. Yeah. So if that was the case, then that's the only way. Okay. This is the way. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, like, I wouldn't support a country that's all, oh, well, you can come and, and tell us about the U.S., but we're not going to accept other U.S. people who are seeking freedom, right? I would, yeah. I would, I would not be down for that. Uh, the- Russia is still primarily communist, I think. Or at least, a, I golly, that's, have a, no that's idea. a tough question that we really should know. Probably. Because I think USSR would be communist. Anyways, um, anyways, but yeah, I I support the the type of government we have the most, the t- constitutional democracy. Uh, it's a semi presidential system, so they kind of uh, elect their leaders. Well, if that, uh, that might not be correct, I'm not sure. The uh, election is, I don't think, accurate because. Okay, what if, what if? <laughs> Going off, going on Andre's point, what if, um, what if it wasn't a democracy? What if it was like uh, a king and queen kind of deal? That's a really good question. Uh, have you ever heard of Jean Jacques Rousseau? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, a government philosopher in the six, late sixteen hundreds, I think, or maybe it was early seventeen hundreds. He published a book called On the Social Contract that talked about. Uh, different types of government and how they thrive mm-hmm. in in certain lands. Very difficult book to read, uh, and it's not interesting. But I did learn a lot about like what a, so like uh, pure democracy where everyone gets a vote and every vote counts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it thrives best under a small amount of land in a cold climate with little food. Oh, okay. Whereas a monarchy would be better for a lot of land because because you don't have time to take in everyone's vote. Right, and then you can divide it out with, you know, kingship, and right. leaders, and yeah. appointed people. Yeah, and and it, it takes if it's a large amount of land, it would take too long to make a decision for a democracy. Whereas a king could just say, "All right, we have to do this," and then boom, it gets done. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, uh, but again, ups and downs to each. If it's barren land, anarchy is really the only way you can go. Mm-hmm. Uh. They talked about aristocracy and all that stuff. Anyways, so under certain conditions, I could see governments being good under whatever. But we have what he would have considered to be a mixed government. I'm sorry for this such a long history no, lesson. No, no, no. Keep I know going. Not I am most people. I am. I'm, my brain is on. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, we have what he would call a mixed government, which is, in his words, purely uh, theoretical and experimental, and he has no idea how it would succeed. Uh-huh. Uh, but... The more patriotic slash anti-government part of me says history started in 1776 and everything before that was a mistake. <laughs> but, again, that's like the super extreme part of me coming out. Not what I actually believe. Uh, so, in that way, I'm like, I really think America is how it should go. Because I think in the end, America will come back together after all the war and after, you know. Because few countries really get eradicated through war. They just get transitioned. Yeah. Uh, also, the U.S. has never lost a war when donkeys were involved. Bring back the donkeys. <laughs> there you go. The U.S. just needs some good ass. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Or as, as Captain is... America would say, this is America's ass. <laughs> um, you touched on a point of... Uh, I You were kind of on along the lines of immigration. Um, I want to... Bring this back to a very real subject. Um, what do you guys think about the U.S. bringing in refugees? Because if our country was to be bombed and Kai wants to leave the country and another country says no, is that fair? For other countries to 
So we're not talking about U.S. policies, but foreign country policies. Well, I, we're talking about U.S. policy based on this hypothetical foreign what policy. What if you... Yeah. Ooh. So if you're if because you said that your you know your made up plan was to go, go to Switzerland, to Switzerland right. which I honestly I'm sure a bunch of people would be in the same boat. Um, After hearing this now, podcast, they would yeah, now. <laughs> they know your plans. <clears throat> how do we feel based on that? How do we feel about what should be our policy for refugees? Do you guys think? I want to give Andre a chance to answer because oh, I've talked boy. a lot. Um, but I, I have an answer if you want me to. No, I, I got it. Okay. Um, I think. Sorry, that's a it, really loaded question. It, it is. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of depends, but like for, uh, I would say, they have to pass a bar, mm-hmm. but the bar set kind of low. Like, uh, yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all I'm gonna say is like, mm-hmm. the bar is set kind of low, like below half probably. Like thirty percent, just say percentage wise. Um, like you have to be above that, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> the bar set low, but there is a bar. Okay, what does what does the bar include? Because we've seen in the past, and we've read books and stuff mm. in school where um, the bar is listing off American past American presidents. I can tell no, you I'm now I can't I can't even name five. Maybe uh, yes, maybe I can, can name you five. can name five. I probably couldn't name ten and we're in the past we have had yeah. other people That's not on my bar. Okay. That what would, it, that wouldn't be there. What is? Uh, I mean I guess maybe being open to learning English. Okay. And being just opening to like learning and stuff our type of way you don't i mean you, you want to, them to be willing to assimilate i'll be honest i don't know what that word <laughs> uh become part of the american culture Some, yeah. something like that but they can still hold on to what they have i don't want them to just throw everything behind them mm-hmm. like that because that that part of them that was there before is still part of them um but i do think they should be able to adapt to us okay but if they're not really open to that, then probably not. That's below the bar, probably. They just have to be open to it, okay. pretty much. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that you're setting for your bar? Pretty much. Okay. I mean, no but, horrible criminals or anything, but something like that. Well, how would you gauge being willing to do something? Is it just like, here, sign a piece of paper? Because well, there's, a, there's word and action. Mm-hmm. The big difference in that probably be the action side. Mm-hmm. You know, people can give a word that could mean nothing. So, how about like if you can have a broken conversation in English? Like, I know a lot of people who, well, I don't know a lot of people, but some people who come <laughs> who've came from other countries and don't like fully understand English, but they can. That's fine. But I can still have a conversation with mm-hmm. them. I've had friends um, back in like middle school and stuff where I could, you know barely understand them but like we would still talk right i'd be you know and i have family that is like that it's because they'll they'll either you know only speak like tagalog or they have a very heavy accent you say tagalog tagalog and it's very hard to understand yeah but i'll still talk to them and you can tell they're trying so Mm -hmm. that's where that's where that goes, I guess. <laughs> I I like your idea of um, the willingness to uh, bring their own culture but not leave it behind. I think that would be a requirement for me is that they don't leave their culture behind in coming to the U.S. Hmm. Um, I think that's a huge thing that uh, people can bring with them no matter where they come from. Mm-hmm. Um and I think about it on a selfish note, too, is, like, I love other food. Like, some <laughs> yeah. of this American food just doesn't cut it for me. All right, um, all right, I hate to break it to you. You've only eaten American food. <laughs> American-style food, okay? All right, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Like, you've never been to a Chinese restaurant that serves food they would serve in China, I think. Me never having been to China, but... right. 
but like in China, they'll have American style Chinese restaurants for tourists. Yeah. Anyway, you know but what I mean. I do. Come know what on. You mean. <laughs> Just giving you a hard time. Um. Because uh, of that federal government thing. Uh, it's heated. Culture. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would want them to bring their culture with them. Uh, the willingness to learn English. Um, and I don't know how you would, um, obviously not being a criminal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know how you would gauge this, but I would want that person to be a hard worker. Um, and so, I, uh, like I said, I don't know how you would you yeah. know, gauge that I to guess. someone that doesn't speak our language. Um, but the, the willing, same way you would do in English, but in their language. The willingness to work hard, and maybe that's even something that I would be open to for a refuge. Because we're talking about refugees, mm-hmm. just to put to bring it back into perspective, even for myself. Um, I would be willing to like have a trial period of like, all right, if you can go out and get a job in contribute in two years, if you can make X amount of dollars, then and that is not in and that's above the poverty line and wherever you're living i think i'd be like yeah you can stay because i think even going off of your your reality of going to switzerland you said that you would come back once it's safe um and i would be under the assumption that uh i know that people wouldn't want to but some a very small percentage would go back once it's safe so Hmm. that's i would think that a two-year trial period would be enough time for them to let a war die down and have them come yeah. back, you know, so. You ever heard of the 100-year war? Yes. I don't know if two years would have cut that <laughs> Or any, actually, the pig war was less than 100 years, was less than two years. Um, what about you, Kai? Uh, what are your thoughts after hearing our right. thoughts? Can I answer by giving a history example? Sure. Right, because I think there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, but in the 1940s uh, was was World War Two, and near the beginning of that, because World War Two started in 1942, so but around 1940 was when Germany was hard pressing all of the Jews to be exiled out of mm-hmm. Germany. Yeah, and it was before uh, actual war broke out. But we were on very iffy terms with Germany after the uh, Treaty of Versailles. From World War One, so uh, so Germany pushing out all these Jews. The Jews didn't have anywhere to go, and then they tried to come to the U.S. and the U.S. said, because we didn't want to offend Germany and we didn't want Germany to have, start a war. Right. We said no, we're not going to take them. I think that was messed up because because then all these Jews were. That's what drove the suicide rates up to eight yeah. percent for for all these Jewish people, and that was. Well, of course, that wasn't it. wasn't the U.S.'s fault, but they absolutely could have helped. Yeah, and I think it's it's up to those who have the ability to help out. Um, Edmund Burke said, "The only thing necessary for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think our when it comes to refuge, it it is difficult to verify, like unless there's a clear political climate. That would dictate they should leave. Right, and let's say that there is. Okay. Well, under clear political things like that, absolutely, I think we should let people in. And, and we do have policies that talk about that. Uh, I think a waiting period up to eight weeks is where we're currently at. But I have no source to back that up. Mm-hmm. So take that with a grain <laughs> of salt unless you want to look into it yourself. Yeah, that's where I stand. We should. What's the What's the bar that you would put in place for refugees? That there is a clear political climate that that would show they are in danger of uh, life or liberty that they need to come to the U.S. So that's the only only thing. Yeah, I'm All content right. with that. I think the we have proven ourselves to be a mixing pot of a culture mm-hmm. where it was kind of like, hey, if you're seeking fortune or religious freedom, come to the U.S. That's, that's what we were for a long time. Also, our patent laws. Because if you have good ideas, you can come to the U.S. And, right. and make money off of it. Whereas countries like China will have no patent laws and see something the U.S. makes and then mass produce it. And then we put tariffs on it so that people still have a fighting chance in America. Yeah. Cool. Not that I'm 
making a statement about the validity of tariffs or mm-hmm. the or the statutes that we should go by for for things of that nature. Anyways, <laughs> I I like this conversation. Uh, I think we should definitely wrap it up though. Uh, it's definitely shown me that I don't know anything about our how our government operates <laughs> and how uh, what our policies are for. Um, What's the word? Immigration, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you've made it this far, thank you for sticking along through what may have been boring. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was I enjoyed talking about it. It was more intellectual than entertainment. Yeah, for sure. Although I don't think those two always have to be in separate circles. Well, I hope it it prompts, and even in myself, I hope it prompts a willingness or a desire to at least go and re-look at some of these policies. Um, I think of, like, the stereotypical uh, Republican or the stereotypical Democrat. They just go along with whatever's been bouncing around in the echo chamber. Um, And I really encourage people to take a step back of what they believe, reevaluate it, and then, you know, come to their own opinions. And if it's the same thing, I mean, good for you. At least you took a step back and looked at your opinions. But, um, you know, these this could very well be a real situation. And, and, and it's stuff that we're probably going to be voting on within the next 10 to 20 years at least. Yeah, exactly. It's something that will come up um, in our lifetime at some point. And so it's good to be educated about it and to get the wheel turning on it and, you know, form an opinion so you can have a discussion with someone. So, thanks yep. for having this discussion, yep. guys. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, should, we, should we give them a sneak peek of what's what's coming next week? Should we say it? Uh, you apparently want to. I, Go for it. I want to, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, next week, we will be doing conspiracy theories. That's so, right. um, that's part two. Uh, we've done a part one before, and that seemed to blow up and so and then we did a part 1a and a part 1b yeah and so we're gonna do an episode two on conspiracy theories and we're gonna talk um, about those yep so uh we will see you guys next week bye-bye